Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. This is the Be Loud Glade, a series of experimental podcasts presenting views and opinions about the Irish contemporary poetry scene from the vantage points of both page and stage, that is, from publishing and performance. Each program also includes a contemporary poem set to specially composed music. In this edition, we hear from the poet Patrick Chapman, followed by his poem Oubliette, voiced and translated into Arabic by Susie Suefi, with music by Roger Gregg. I think poetry can take influences from, it doesn't have to be a stern thing. Even if it's a text that people might consider difficult, it can still be enjoyed, I think. So you don't have to approach it as if it were something that needs to be handled with kid gloves or um, you need to wear a special kind of shirt in order to, to enjoy it. And I think the, the makers of poetry do it for themselves, I think, in general. But their influences and their audiences can be different depending on the poet. And you can respect somebody's craft and their performance and the history of poetry without being afraid to step up to the front seats, as it were. You know, the way people sit at the back because they're too afraid of the shining light coming from the podium. It's, in one sense, it's a form of entertainment. If you're open to it, it can be very enjoyable. Well, the first thing I think when I write is that I don't know who I'm writing for, except I need to write this thing. So in the initial creation of the work, you're not thinking about an audience. And even when you stand up, you're, you're not thinking about a particular audience. You're just communicating whatever you've got to communicate and hope that the people out there in the seats will enjoy what you've got to say. But it's never designed for an audience. Where a stand-up comedian um, has to make people laugh, at least a poet has to keep them interested and maybe make them laugh as well. But I don't think the work is written with that in mind. You write the words on the page for yourself, but when you're actually presenting the work in a, in a reading, you need to actually give yourself and put yourself out there and make contact with them in a way, rather than mumble or, you know, you have to be conscious of respecting them enough to make sure they hear your words and um, not go on a bit too much beforehand. Like uh, some poets may be guilty of anecdotage, as it were, talking too much before they, they actually reveal the poem. Whether a piece of work is written down beforehand or memorised, it's still a performance when you're standing in front of people to deliver it. And I think it's up to you, the poet, to give the best performance he or she can. I think fear and feeling of failure is quite prevalent, as well as the ego. And maybe that's an egocentric thing as well, but there are a lot of poets who start with the fear that they can't do it, or insecurity, and then they do it and they're fine. But I, I think there are lots of poets who, I think they're human beings too, so there are some who think, gosh, I'm quite good, aren't I? And some who think, I'm rubbish, and there's some, most of them are in between. And I think that changes from day to day, depending on what stage you're at with your work or your perceived place in whatever you perceive the pecking order to be, if there is such a thing, because I don't really pay attention to that. The stand-up performance poetry is the modern iteration of the oral tradition. So that's been going on for way before electricity and microphones were invented. And writing stuff down is probably younger than that. So the rivalry that's there may be healthy in terms of cross-pollination. There's room for them to coexist. It's a very interesting point we're at, where print is 
I don't think it's an endangered species, but I think it's become just one of the ways of getting your work out there. There's the text, and then there's the what else you do with it. And after you've written the text, I'm, I think it's brilliant when other people come along and do other things with it, because it gives it a new life and it takes it to places where I'd never have considered. أشبك حلمات البريء وسق صدره بالقهرباء. Nipple clamp and innocent and shock the voltage through his chest. تجعلني أشاهد. You make me watch. تجعلني أشرب شرابك. You make me drink your drink. تجعلني أنظر. You make me look. تضربني you bang me up in, stand me up in orange suit, the chicken coop. The light bulb searing day and night. The music pounding head. I'm blind. I'm dead. I'm standing, banging head upon the wire. Can't sleep, can't sit down. Stand it, cut me razor on my breast. I'm naked. Take my clothes and make me watch you, watch you please yourself. You are America, the beautiful. You're England. You bring dogs, bring dogs, bring dogs, bring. Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. Ana lam akun abadan huna, lam akun abadan huna, lam akun abadan huna. I was never here, was never here, was never. Drown me in the truth. I drink the truth. I breathe the truth. I drink. I write a letter to my husband. Please, come here and kill me. That was Patrick Chapman's poem, Oubliette, published by Salmon Press, set to music, composed and performed by Roger Gregg, and voiced and translated into Arabic by Susie Suefi. Find out more about Patrick Chapman at salmonpoetry.com. Originally broadcast by RTE Lyric FM and funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland, Roger Gregg's Be Loud Glade is a dead medium production with executive producer Gareth Stack.
You lot aren't ready for bingo. <laughs> Just give me a second. 